All right, Warriors, good evening, and welcome to Warrior Urban Talk Radio Podcast. It's your girl, Carly Ree, bringing you the hottest interviews and 10-minute tips from our warrior parents, students, leaders, and experts in special education and gifted in urban school communities. If you haven't done so already, please go on ahead and subscribe to the Warrior Agency LLC YouTube channel for all of our latest videos. Today, our topic is around dyslexia. Our special guests are Josiah and his mom, Shantae. And just a quick backstory. So I was actually just one of Josiah's um, teachers in middle school. So we go way back and I was his case manager. So I've kept in contact with the family over the years, seeing them on Facebook and all that. And I was actually at Josiah's graduation party and it was lit. Okay, <laughs> so it is an honor just to see you all and see you uh, through the journey. So thank you so much for being here. And how are y'all doing? What's going on? Well, thank you for having us. We were very excited that you asked us to be on the show. Um, and we've had a lot of things going on, <laughs> you know, life in general, but we've had a lot of good things going on lately. So things have been good. Good, good. So go on ahead and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Okay, so my name is Shante Timmons and Josiah Tosin is my son. And um, like Ms. Harrell said, I met Ms. Harrell in um, middle school for, for Josiah. And I met her at a time where I was really frustrated with the school system in regards to his special education. Um, at that time, because Josiah is high functioning um, on one level as for skills, they wanted to actually put him into um, mild moderate, although he needed to be in the MI Central program. So it was really frustrating. I had switched schools. I was mad. I was upset. And then one day, lovely Miss Harrell reached out to me and said, you know what? I need him to come back to this school. And she promised me that she was going to take care of, of Josiah and make sure that he got everything that he needed. And that's exactly what she did. Yeah. So I'm very thankful and she came into our life at, at that time because it was a really like hard time. That was about seventh grade, I believe. So it was mm -hmm. a hard thing, but she made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you know, I'm down for my babies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so um, like I said, I was one of uh, his teachers and case managers in middle school. So Josiah, how old are you now? And uh, what college do you attend? I'm 21, I go to Arapahoe Community College. Wow. Oh my goodness. I just can't believe it. This is, this is so crazy. <laughs> well, okay. Take us back to, you know, young Josiah, like little bitty Josiah. When did you start to notice some of his uh, learning challenges? Well, I learned, I noticed it early on when he was about three, because mm -hmm. Josiah was not speaking. He, he wasn't talking like you know, you would think a three-year-old would. So I knew he had some, some issues in regards to the speech probably. So at that time we lived in Aurora and we, um, I got him into the um, Head Start program and Child Find. Child Find is where he actually started at, at three years old and then he continued to do preschool. So that's how early we actually, I actually noticed that something was going on with him. I just didn't know what the level of it was until, you know, years when, went on and, you know, we found um, more issues and concerned so until he got older mm -hmm. so um as he got older we realized that he had more 
not not just speech, he has dyslexia, but he also has a processing, a cognitive processing disorder. Um, mm -hmm. And it's actually combined with apoxia of speech disorder. That's what Josiah has. So it affected him a lot with his reading, his writing, you know, math skills. So it affected him a lot. So he was always, you know, on the lower end because of just because just the him functioning when it came to his memory. So his short-term memory was really impacted, which made it harder for him to learn because he just couldn't retain the information. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what has, um, with all of the diagnosis, what has, what have those diagnosis, diagnoses meant to you and to your family and to just, and Josiah, what has that meant to you uh, personally through your journey? Uh, well, frustrated, you know, mad sometimes, but I probably act like when I got to probably, I mean, 10th grade year, I realized, I mean, I can't change it. So, I mean, why not just keep striving to be great? You just never give up. That's what the things in your life that you want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that was a big part. Like the biggest part was helping him develop and embrace his disabilities and make them work for him and not against them. So it was hard because Josiah is a normal looking kid like any of our kids are. And no one ever even thought he had any issues. If you look at him, you look like, oh, that's Josiah, Josiah's cool. But you know, on the inside, he was struggling with all these different issues, but he didn't really want to talk about it. He didn't really want to tell people about it because he didn't want to be um, treated differently. So that was the, the biggest process was teaching him to embrace it, make it work for him, and then also advocate for, for, for him himself. You know, I knew as a young adult, you know, he's now 20, 21 now, I knew I had to give him those skills to help him advocate for himself, but he had to do it on his own because mom can't do it all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as much as I wanted to, I had to step back <laughs> and let him do it on his own. Um, but of course, I'm still here and I'm supporting, but he's come a long way. He's done some amazing things. So I'm wow. very proud of him. Well, I definitely enjoy seeing the journey. Um, it's just takes me into like, because I'm an autism mama bear and my son is attending an autism school. And there have been many frustrations that um, have gone on on our journey. And I'm a whole like educator and leader and an activist and, you know, advocate. So it's been a lot going on. So take us to a time where it was just like, you know, this is really, really hard. Oh, what do you think? Like, when did it get like really, really hard for you? Probably, probably, it was probably like, I don't know, I don't know when, because I mean, uh, I say like probably elementary school, middle school, probably sixth grade. I say. Sixth grade, okay. Sixth grade, I say. Okay, what was hard for you in sixth grade when it came to your disabilities? Uh, probably just try to focus and be at the same speed as everybody or, or try to read out loud when I know sometimes I couldn't really read. Probably think so, but yeah, I think that's, yeah. Those are just your, your challenges being in the classroom. Yeah, and then trying to um, stand out more than other kids or try to put myself on the spotlight sometimes, even though it still kind of didn't work at that time, but yeah, 
together. Sixth grade is rough, just like coming out of elementary school and all the support. And then when you get to middle school, uh, sometimes the support is not as uh, intensive as it is in like elementary school. So I definitely, I definitely understand that. Yeah, I would agree. The middle school definitely was the the time where things got really rough. Um, trying to get a transition from elementary school, like you said, with all the support to yeah. middle school. So that was a big jump. Um, and that was probably the hardest trans transition was those three years, you know, trying to just kind of get him acclimated and, you know, just kind of learning his, 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 you know, his strengths and how to work with those strengths, you know. So cause I know a lot of times Josiah would feel down and, you know, he felt like he wasn't as smart as everybody else and he would get frustrated. So I would just tell him, you know, just take what you do well and just build on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of like success and, you know, through all the frustrations, who has been like the biggest support system for you all? Well, my mom. That's really my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mom is everything. Seriously. <laughs> I would say for me, honestly, the, my biggest support system was my family and not even just my immediate family it was the outside family like you know people like you and all his his teachers i will honestly say that you know with him going to to school i was blessed enough to literally when we moved out to this area to literally have come into contact with the most amazing special education coordinators and uh, teachers and they were on it and they were giving him the right help and the right support because honestly without that i really don't know where he would have gone or what would have happened. I'm that mom too, where of course I was going to fight for everything that he needed, but when you don't get that support, um, you know, the help that you need, it is really frustrating. So I'm going to say I have a really large village, <laughs> which includes family, friends, teachers, and everybody just always came together and just gave me so much love and support. You know, even when I was feeling frustrated, didn't think things were going to happen, but you know, I had so much really good su- support just all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, um, I've definitely seen it throughout the years. You've always been like a really strong advocate uh, for both of your boys, actually. <laughs> so it's, it's always been, you know, um, you've always had their back 100%. So I'm not even surprised that Jojo said that because you are like a very strong mom. And this story is just like really inspirational. Yeah. So, um, speaking of that too, what was it like, um, in spite of all the challenges to finally make it to high school graduation and for you to be, um, accepted into college? What was that like before we graduated? I was like, it was belief. It was like, it was really relieved that I actually finished school. Like I didn't really give up, but just, because <clears throat> I'll go to classes and stuff a couple of times that I kind of pulled through just to get it over with yeah we had some high school issue for a little bit here yeah, and <laughs> him not going to classes because he was just frustrated didn't want to be there and i was like look you got to pull it together and he did yeah, i did you- now i'm in college and there's even more chefs in high school so i mean <laughs> what can i do what can i do but college was always what you wanted to do remember yeah yeah he's yeah, like yeah, yeah i did i did <laughs> Yeah, I remember that, like being mm-hmm. his, uh, his service provider and his case manager, that was always the goal. So to yeah. see that come to fruition, is just like amazing. Well, and the thing with the Rappahoe Community College was they have an awesome program called Elevate, which mm-hmm. helps students with disabilities 
um, with um, students and people, you know, part, <laughs> primarily students with, with disabilities get into college. So they have a great program just built on skill building plus tutoring and extra resources and, you know, for the classes. So that was a process. We had to apply for that. And he had to go through an application. He had to go through an interview. And he was one of five kids that they picked to, wow. to be in that program. That's amazing. So he was awesome at that interview. And, you know, last semester for college, it was a little shaky, <laughs> but it was also an adjustment. So I helped him out a lot. This semester, he's doing pretty much everything on his own. Um, <laughs> I help him here and there, but he's rocking it. How do you feel about this semester as opposed to last semester? <laughs> Huh? Yeah, he didn't have that many classes either. He did, but but are you liking the college experience right now? Mm, no, because I'm at home. Because like, I'm at home, but you know, because it's, it's yeah. online, so yeah. like most people, it's slow. He wants to be on the campus. That's what he wants to be. Oh yeah, I mean, my son is like struggling with this whole online thing too. He's just like, Mom, when am I going to be back in the classroom? <laughs> Everybody's all you see is S every day because no kids. <laughs> it's a struggle because online learning is not for everybody at all, and it takes a lot of focus and you know, strength and just you know, details to be able to do that. You have to pursue hard. If I was them, I would have not put it. I would have. If you were still in high school online, you wouldn't be going right now. He's oh, a baby. Yeah. No, really, it's really true. I would not have gone to school. Oh, that would have been positive. Let's get I'm, positive I'm, words I'm, of encouragement. Just, I'm saying the kids are really thinking. Just, yeah. They're, they're just, really thinking yeah, that. It's like now at this point. Yeah. yeah. But you got to push it through. You got to put, there you go. Positive. What did you say? You got to do what? Gotta push through it even though you don't like it. Yep. True. True, yep. true, true. So speaking of the transition, like going into going into college and uh, going through the program and all of that. What has the process been like transitioning from like high school and being on the IEP and having services and having all of that support to going into like adulthood and independent living and, you know, being grown? Well, um, well, not that hard really. I mean, I mean, it's not the same as high school and college because I don't have help all the time or like, get pushed to do it so I had to push myself mostly in college mm -hmm. and just listen and pay attention more pay attention way more study more and just trying to have fun with it at the same time because I'm learning new things so this semester I'm trying to I, I will, next semester I'll be doing home interior designing next semester to get my so I just gotta see take a step at a time that is amazing. One step at a time. Yeah, that's it's cool hearing that from him because I remember days where I was like, Josiah, just take one step at a time. But no, he was all over the place. <laughs> but to say this means he's learning and he's using those skills that you know he's been uh, been been taught just over the years mm -hmm. in adulthood. Yes. That's right. That's right. And speaking of um going into adulthood. Uh, your mom let me know that she's about to be a grandma, okay? And you're about to be a whole dad. Like, you're the first person from our squad to um, be a parent. So my question is, since you are about to be a parent, um, what are your hopes and dreams for your baby? Um, to see him 
describe it as meaning life or probably just enjoy life. Have fun, mm -hmm. make smart choices, you know, right friends, and just focus to be what you want to be in the future. Mm -hmm. Now you said he, is there a confirmation on <laughs> No, that's just his wishful thinking. It is. It's, it's everybody. No, yes, I'm team girl. No, 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 no. Let's be sure. Let's be sure. So it's me, <laughs> Jada Johar, her mom. They Dion, want, okay, whatever. Isaiah. We have a I just want to know which color I got to wear at, you know, at the baby shower. I'll give you the insight to what we It's going to be red. It's going to be red. That's his favorite color. It's going to be red. We're going to do a okay. gender reveal, too. So we'll do a gender reveal. Okay, because I need to know what to wear for the gender, uh, you know, because yeah. I'm team pink all day. I'm team pink. Team pink, there you go. No, <laughs> it's a, it's a peach. Okay, it's well, peach. we're team girls, so it's pink. No, peach. Just say peach. Peach? No, that's her favorite color. So it's peach. hard? Yeah. It's oh, peach. okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if it's red, you know it's your boy. <laughs> now, if it's well, red, yeah congratulations again it's so beautiful to see everything just kind of manifesting you you know graduating from high school getting accepted into college doing your thing in college becoming a dad working doing everything um so mom looking back do you have any regrets or anything that you wish that you would have done differently you know what the only regret i had was when he was sco in school in aurora I regret not being as vocal as I became, but it was only because I was trusting the system. I was trusting what they were telling me. I wasn't asking questions because I thought they knew what they were doing. And then to find out two years later, after I ended up moving to Denver, that they pretty much cast me off and said, oh, well, you're in Denver now, you have to, they, so they have to help you. And they literally cast me off and told me after two years, my child hadn't progressed. So that's the only regret I have was not being more vocal then. So mm -hmm. when that happened, I was really hurt and it, it really hurt me. But like I said, it was a blessing because coming to Denver and dealing with the schools that I was able to deal with, like I said, each time I met the most amazing people who literally knew exactly what they were doing and they basically helped him get what he needed to be. So, you know, I honestly will say that, you know, um, Denver, the Denver public school system for me was awesome when it came to special education for my child. Mm -hmm. And I, like you said, over the years, I became an advocate. And even now, I'm a parent now, working with kids in special education. And my goal, honestly, because I'm working with high school kids, is I want them to be able to get the resources that jo Josiah got. Because unfortunately, kids nowadays, especially high school kids with special, with special needs, they get cast off. They get told, okay, you know, it's, it's okay to just be mediocre. That's not okay with me because they can be exceptional. They deserve to be exceptional. And so Absolutely. that's my goal right now is I'm, I'm, I'm in school. I'm hoping to get my minors in special education because I want to become a teacher. But right now, using my skills as a para, I'm able to get all these resources like the work programs. Josiah always works. Work programs, you know, technical programs. Because if Josiah can go to college, any of these kids can go to college. And I that's want them right. to know that they, that they have dreams that they can get there. And they, they need that kind of support. So that's where I'm headed at right now. <laughs> Well, I'm so happy that it's going to be another speducator on the team. Yes. That's my goal. That's my goal. Well, um, speaking of goals and, you know, your level of advocacy, what is your advice for other Black families who are, um, who have similar diagnoses as Josiah? And like, what would, you, what would be your advice to them? 
my advice honestly is to ask questions and if you don't agree with something you make it known because don't be afraid to say i don't think that this is right early on they tried to tell me that josiah had adhd because he wouldn't sit still he would go off and do other things well that wasn't the case whatsoever and had i gone that route and not had them look into it more he could have been diagnosed with adhd been on medicine and it would have completely changed them i didn't want that to happen so you have to not be afraid to ask questions. And if you don't think something is right, you don't agree with it, you don't think a program is working, you don't think something is, um, isn't is going right, that's your right as a parent to stand up for your child. We have to advocate for our, our kids, especially when they're younger, because they don't know how to advocate for themselves at that time. So that's my main thing. Speak up. If you don't like it, say something. You know, you don't agree with it, make it clear and make them change it and make them make it the way you feel like it should be. That's right. That's right. Josiah, um, do you have any advice for, um, for Black students who, are, who have similar diagnoses and who may be struggling in school right now? Um, what's your advice to them? Well, just embrace it. Embrace it very more. You get more help. Once spring, you feel better about going to school, actually learning about paying attention, having fun with the work and getting mad at yourself that you was born with, you know, everybody imperfect in the world. We all born different ways, but the people that's born with dyslexia or other kind of ability, just embrace it. It can never stop you. The only person that, only thing can stop you is yourself. Pretty much it. Please so always push yourself. Wow. Wow. That's amazing what you just said. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud. <laughs> wow. Well, mom. Sounds like you have done an incredible job because he is a wonderful, wonderful young man. And I am so proud of everything that you're doing right now, Jojo. I cannot wait to be at the gender reveal, to be at the baby shower, to be at the college graduation. I'm ready. And y'all already know how to get in contact with me. <laughs> well, are, is there, do you all have any uh, final words, tips or advice for families, for educators, for new educators coming into the um, work? All I would like to say is for people to just be patient, you know, be patient and be creative because, you know, kids with special needs, they're not going to learn in what you consider the normal way because there really is no normal way. And when you really think about it, even kids that are on a higher level, they still learn differently. Everybody has their own differences. So be patient, be creative. And instead of focusing on what the student is not good at, focus on what they are good at, use that strength to help elevate them to learn. That's how they learn. That's what I did with Josiah. It was never about, okay, Josiah, you can't do this, this, and this. It was like, okay, you can't do this, but guess what you can do? Mm -hmm. I believe that's why he's, you know, as successful as he is now. Right. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for that advice. Well, um, again, I thank you all so much for pulling up tonight to uh, share your story, share your advice and your tips. And um, this has been truly, truly inspirational. And I just, I really appreciate you all so much. I'd like to say one more thing too, for everybody that's listening. Mm -hmm. Carlita Harrell is awesome, okay? Her new agency, use her because she loves her kids, period. 
and she will go to the end of the earth for these kids to make sure that they get what they need. So please use her, use her skills, her information, her knowledge, because she will help your children in such a magnificent way. So we love Miss Arell. And like I said, anybody that, you know, comes into contact with her and gets involved with her, you will be truly blessed with what she can do for you. Wow. Thank you so much. I love y'all too. I miss y'all. I cannot wait. Wait, I, I literally cannot wait to be a part of everything that is happening for you. And congratulations again to you, Jojo, on everything that you're doing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Maria. We love you. <laughs> I love y'all too. <laughs>